Today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We've got an exit interview for you today. Jeff Skinner will break down his season. We'll look ahead with number 53. Also, some draft lottery stuff, some playoff stuff that is all ahead here in the Locked On Sabres podcast. <laughs> Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Joe DiBiase flying solo on today's show at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter at JR Hanskin to follow Jordan on Twitter and be sure to check out our YouTube channel, uh, like, and subscribe it wherever you may be watching or listening. Uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button really helps us out. We're still chasing a thousand. We're almost there. We didn't get there by May, maybe set the bar a little bit too high, but we're closing in. We're closing in on 1000 subscribers on YouTube. So please help us reach our goal. That'd be great. We've got a exit interview today with Jeff Skinner recapping Jeff Skinner's 2021-2022 season. We're not actually talking to Jeff Skinner, by the way. But we're going to break down his season. We're going to look ahead with number 53 and uh, really determine what we now have in a guy that one year ago we probably thought was a sunk cost, that we had just we had spent the money. We were just going to have to live with it. But now we might have something real of real value to the Sabres going forward. So we'll talk about Skinner. But the playoffs continue to roll along. And uh, I'm a big Penguins guy in these, uh, these, this opening round. I'm a big Kings guy as well. Those are my two teams coming in. I bet on the Penguins to beat the Rangers in their series. I bet on the Kings to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not loving that bet right now. They're, they're doing okay. They're tied 2-2 in the series after a 4-0 win over the Oilers. So I'm not feeling not great, but I'm not feeling great either about the Kings in that bet. But that was always going to be a long shot anyway. The Penguin series, that one is going to really perturb me if they do not win it. They have been dominating the New York Rangers. So if they don't come away uh, with a series win against the Rangers, then I I just I, – hockey, right? Goalies happen. Igor Shosturkin, goalies happen. Because the Penguins have been dominating the, that series. They've been with the scoring chances and the shot attempts and the shots, the goals, everything. They've been, been the dominant team. They played tonight on – a on say Monday, yeah, Monday night, seven o'clock. Almost forgot what day it was. Uh, hosting the Rangers at home, uh, small underdog too. Minus one hundred five is all. Oh, that's my favorite bet of the night. So so easily minus one hundred five on just a far superior Penguins team. I know Louis Deming in that he's getting the king the the nickname King Louis though. So he's playing great. He's earning nicknames. That's how that series is going for that guy. So not uh, not gonna pick against them just because of who's in net tonight. Uh, Penguins are my team. And then uh, you, all the other series are good, right? They're good series. They're not good games. Four, I think is the number. Maybe it's eight. But I think it's four one-goal games so far. Like, if that's not the number, it's close. There have been so many blowouts. Four nothing last night, Kings over Oilers. Seven three, Lightning over the Maple Leafs. Five two and five two. Uh, also for the Bruins and the Blues over the Wild and the Hurricanes. Uh, Penguins seven four 
Avalanche 7-3, Capitals 6-1, Oilers 8-2, Wild 5-1, Leafs 5-2. Oh, I mean, 5-1 Panthers over the Capitals, 6-0 Oilers over the Kings, 6-2 Wild over the Blues. These are all scores that have happened. Avalanche 7-2 over the Predators. I mean, just it goes on and on and on. Blowout after blowout. We're not getting competitive games. All the series are tight, right? They're all tied 2-2. Or they have the series tonight that are 2-1 that could get evened up at 2-2. And then you have the Avalanche that are just, just destroying the Predators like we all knew they would. So I guess they're good series and not good games. If that can be uh, – those two things can coexist. I think that's what we're viewing right now with the playoffs. But the Penguins are my team right now. Uh, if I had one betting advice for tonight, it would be uh, Penguins minus 105 over the New York Rangers at home by the way. Uh, What else we got going on right now? The draft lottery tomorrow night. The Sabres have a 5% chance to win the first overall pick, which most likely will be Shane Wright, the center from Kingston in the OHL. Uh, 5% chance. And Shane Wright is not quite generational. And he's not quite the leader of a bad class. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle this year. We got a really strong player. Gets Patrice Bergeron comparisons. But is he going to completely change the course of a franchise? He could. But not McDavid hype. Not Eichel hype. Not not Matthews hype. Uh, somewhere just below that. I would say is Shane Wright. That's what's on the line Tuesday night. And uh, the lottery will take place in New Jersey. I believe just after 7 o'clock. Uh, again, 5% chance for the Sabres. They can move all the way up to number one overall this year the change in the lottery is teams can't jump more than 10 spots so for instance the Vegas Golden Knights at 16 who will give their pick to the Sabres unless they jump into the top 10 they can only jump as high as six so if they win the lottery if I have this right they win the lottery they go to six and then their pick would stay with them the Sabres would get their first round pick next year but the Golden Knights only have a 0.5% chance of winning the lottery. So probably not going to happen. So that's what's in store tomorrow night. Also tomorrow night, the Rochester Americans open their playoff series with the Utica Comets. Tuesday night in Utica. That's a five-game series. Utica was the number one team in the Amherst Conference throughout the season in the AHL. Uh, so big game for them. Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka. Archer Rutzelainen's having a really nice series. He's supposed to be going overseas after the year, though, so he's done for the Sabres, but he was awesome in the first round, uh, the playing tournament that they had with Belleville. Ukapeka Lukanen is injured, and he is on the way back, it sounds like, but not quite ready to return just yet. So that's what's happening tomorrow with the Amherst. I'm going to try to go to one of these games in Rochester. I think they play Sunday at 5 and then Tuesday, next Tuesday at 7. So uh, Sabre fans will have a couple of opportunities to uh, check out the uh, the Amherst, unless it's five game series, so they could get swept in three, and then you wouldn't have that game four in Rochester. But you'll at least have Sunday, and maybe you'll have Tuesday. We'll come back and we'll talk about Jeff Skinner. Recap his season, little exit interview exercise with all these players that we're going through. We did Tage Thompson last week. Today, today we'll do Jeff Skinner. So we'll break him down. We'll look back on his season. We'll look ahead with number fifty-three when we come back here on the Locked On Savers podcast. We're brought to you by BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information, like the Penguins minus 105 against the New York Rangers. What a steal. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting, the playoffs, esports, everything you need. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
We're also brought to you by Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so they are fueled for your summer activities. They got flavors for everybody, 12 flavors of bars, puffs as well, cookies and cream, uh, mint brownie, uh, brownie batter, puff is my favorite. They're all healthy 130 calories, four grams of sugar, only four net carbs, works for my keto diet, 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com, get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They, they are delicious. New flavors coming out all the time. Check them out at built.com. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Make your next listen Locked On Now. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. What happened with Jeff Skinner this season? Let's do an exit interview with the Sabres winger. Jeff Skinner, third year with the Buffalo Sabres. Mm, wait a minute. That's not right. Fourth year with the Buffalo Sabres. Excuse me. Uh, and it was a revenge tour. For Jeff Skinner, it was a a season to dunk on Ralph Kruger, a season to really look back at the just truly pitiful job that Ralph Kruger did with Jeff Skinner, getting the most out of him. No one has ever gotten less out of a player than everyone else has gotten a lot out of. But Ralph Kruger figured out a way, and we really saw the proof in the pudding this season, didn't we? That it wasn't a Jeff Skinner problem in any way, any shape, any form. It was Ralph Kruger and Ralph Kruger alone that caused Jeff Skinner to see his production go in the toilet. And the numbers back it up. Phil Housley with Jeff Skinner. 82 games played, 40 goals, 23 assists, 63 points. So under Housley in that one full season, Jeff Skinner had .76 points per game. Then... 84 games played under Ralph Kruger. Jeff Skinner had, in 84 games, 16 goals, 10 assists, 26 points, .31 points per game. And the per 60 minutes is actually closer to the year before. A lot of it was just ice time. Most of it, I think, was his teammates under Kruger. A lot of Vladimir Sabatka on his wing. Cody Eakins, fourth line. Not a lot of playmakers that he was playing with. Under Phil Housley, Skinner played 18.31 per night. Under Ralph Kruger, he played 15.30 per night. Under Don Granado, back up, 17.06. So what did we see? 40 goals in 82 games with Housley. 16 goals in 84 games with Kruger. It went right back up as soon as Ralph Kruger was gone. Don Granado, that's Don Granado's music. He's onto the bench. 108 games played under Don Granado. Jeff Skinner has 38 goals, 36 assists, 74 points for .68 points per game. So .76 with Housley, .68 with Granado, .31 with Kruger. Kruger cut Skinner's production per game in more than half. You you can't even say it half. It was more than half. So I think a lot of this had to do 
with coaching and what Ralph, what uh, Don Granado did with Jeff Skinner was he put him right back up with scorers. He put him right back up there with playmakers. He put him right back up there with players that could get the most out of Jeff Skinner. That Skinner could work off of, create rebound attempts off of, to, to give and goes, all of it. Skinner was great in his season with Don Granado, his first full season with Don Granado. In part, who did he play the most with? 782 minutes with Tage Thompson. 487 minutes is second, by the way, with Rasmus Dahlin. 455 minutes in third with Alex Tuck. Thompson won by a wide margin. Dahlin two, Tuck three. He played with arguably the three most talented offensive players in the organization right now. Great job by Don Granado to recognize how to get the most out of Jeff Skinner and how to get the most out of Jeff Skinner is you play him with guys like that. And no surprise, it worked. And for this season alone, 33 goals, his sixth 30 goal season of his career, 30 assists too, by the way, that might sound like a lot. That's the most Skinner has had since his rookie season. He had 32 assists in his rookie season in 2010-11. The last time the Sabres went to the playoffs is the last time Skinner had 30 assists. This year, he got there. And a lot of it was at 5-on-5. Five five. That, that is where Skinner is at his best. And that's where Granado allowed him to flourish. Skinner this year really came through on that $9 million contract. Maybe not all the way. Maybe he was more of a 6 or a $7 million player that's getting paid 9 Who cares? We're not near the cap anyway. In those 80 games, Skinner ended up tied for ninth in the entire NHL in five-on-five goals this season. Skinner had 25 goals at five-on-five. Only five power play goals. Never been a big power play goal guy. 25 goals at five-on-five. Ninth in the NHL. Tied for ninth. That was more than Alex Ovechkin. More than Nathan McKinnon. More than Connor McDavid. Mitch Marner. David Pasternak, Steven Stamkos. I could go on and on and on. He's been one of the best five-on-five players in the league in his career, and he showed up in that way this season in a big way. Simply put, he played with better teammates, he got more ice time, and he returned to the great goal scorer that he was before, and it's no surprise that all Don Granato had to do was utilize him the way every other coach that's not named Ralph Kruger has. This was a Ralph Kruger problem, not a Jeff Skinner problem, and I believe this season proved it. More than anything could prove it, this season proved that Skinner's production going down was a Kruger problem, not a Skinner problem. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll look ahead. What's to come with Jeff Skinner? The contract, good line mates. He's going to be 30, so we'll have to talk about the age a little bit as well. That's all coming up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 80, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food so, source superfoods, tough one, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients helps you support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, everything. Please, if you look at the the 
benefits of athletic greens you realize that it's it's keto friendly it's paleo friendly it's dairy free it's good for all diets no nasty gmos contains less than one gram of sugar it is healthy and it's backed by over seven thousand five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes trusted by leading health experts such as tim ferris and michael gervais go to athleticgreens.com slash nhl network To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year of supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Jody Biasi wrapping things up here in the Locked On Sabres podcast. So we talked about Jeff Skinner, the season that he just had. What about what is to come? Skinner will be 30 years old, and he's got five years left on his contract, $9 million per year, full no-movement clause. He is not going anywhere, and he is not – not that we need him to go anywhere, but he's not going anywhere, and he is not going anywhere for a very long time. I think at this point, what we have in Jeff Skinner that we all recognize is a top-six winger that is best when played with skilled centermen. It needs to be played with skilled centermen. That's not necessarily a criticism of Skinner. That's just what he is. He's always been that as a player. He's not someone that can very easily generate by himself. So playing with Tage Thompson or playing with Peyton Krebs. Krebs is very intriguing to me as a future Skinner linemate because his vision is off the charts. He's got maybe the best vision passing-wise on the Sabres, right up there with Rasmus Dahlin. And Skinner is a finisher. Skinner is a goal scorer, and I just think those two styles, they really mesh. I think Thompson's good for him as well because he generates so many chances. I'm a little hesitant to say that Dylan Cousins is a great fit for Jeff Skinner. I think Cousins in the offensive zone would work well with Skinner, especially being the offensive zone entry man that he is. But Cousins, I think we all envision more of a shutdown role, more of a a gritty Chris Drury type of role where big important face-offs when you're up one down the stretch and the shutdown line, you know, when Crosby and McKinnon and McDavid and all the, the Matthews are out on the ice, Cousins goes out there to shut him down. And that's not really Skinner. Skinner's not going to play that style of defensive role. So I think Thompson makes sense for Skinner. I think Krebs makes sense for Skinner. And I really liked Alex Tuck with Jeff Skinner. Tuck having that up and down speed to get the puck to the net. Skinner very good working in and around the net, allowing Tuck to work in the dirty areas, free up some op- uh, open up some space for Jeff Skinner. I like Tuck as my favorite winger to play with Skinner, and I think Thompson and Krebs both make sense uh, for centerman. Now, Skinner spent most of this season as a number one power play guy. He was on the Sabres' number one unit. If there's one demotion I would have for Jeff Skinner going forward, it would be the power play. I would drop him down from power play one to power play two because here comes Jack Quinn. And Jack Quinn has got the shot that you want. He's got, right next to Victor Olofsson, maybe the best shot in the organization. And I think putting him on his one-timer to take the place of Jeff Skinner, maybe move Alex Tuck, Victor Olofsson, Cousins, move Middlestat, slide someone into the high slot, which is the area that Skinner likes to work in and put Jack Quinn on the number one unit on his one timer. I think that's the one change I would, uh, that I would want to demote Jeff Skinner from last year to this, to this upcoming year uh, would be on the power play. 
All right, uh, that's going to do it for us today on the Locked on Sabres podcast. Alex Tuck will be our next exit interview. We'll look at the uh, the new Sabre winger who had about a half a season of work and did really well. We'll talk about Alex Tuck on our next show. Potential future captain Alex Tuck is, uh, is who we'll break down next. So thanks for making Locked on Sabres your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen, Locked on NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup uh, moment locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. We'll talk to you next uh, about Alex Tuck here on Lockdown Sabres.